Don't know how I did that, but anyway, it's good. You're good. <laughs> I love it when By accident, good. yes. So let's pray. It's an intergenerational sermon today, and Joanna's going to be bringing that. And again, you know, as the worship was a little bit out of the box, the teaching will be a little bit out of the box, but it's good for us. It's good for your brain. It, uh, you know, anti-dementia uh, training. It's good, good for us all. So, Lord, <laughs> thank you for Joanna. She's such a gift to me and to this church. Bless her today just to share in the power of your Holy Spirit. And bless us, Lord, to receive all that you have for us, to hear the words that you want to give us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That is so great. So, uh, Whitney, that, Gordy, do you mind grabbing a stool for me? Are you okay to lift that? No offense, I'm just not okay to lift it. <laughs> awesome. So, hi, everybody. We, I'm so glad you all showed up because we came out of prayer at 10 o'clock, and there was six of us here. So we went, well, we're going to have church anyway. And then it was why everybody got extra special welcomes because we're like, oh, the Jews came, all oh, the goods came, oh, everybody came. It's so great. Right at 10 o'clock. So I'm so glad you came because I put out all these papers and crayons in faith, but I'm really glad you showed up today. I mean, we're glad you showed up every day. So for those of you who aren't super familiar with what's happening right now, normally we have a teaching time where we split up and our kids have a different kind of teaching time downstairs. And those of us who identify as grown-ups stay upstairs. And, um, uh, but once a month, we mix it up a little bit. And one of the incredible things that we found about teaching this way and learning this way is that we usually learn way more from our kids and the things that our kids have to say well, I shouldn't say way more, because we learn a lot from you and from the other teachers that bring our teaching every week. But often we learn differently and in ways that just cut right to our hearts when we listen to each other, when, our, when we come together. So this month's teaching is what you see here, made. Discover who you were made to be. And what I'm loving about this theme is that it's right in keeping with what we feel like the Spirit's been doing for the last year, basically, in our church, in that over and over again, our lead pastor, Gordy, and others of us have felt that this idea of thinking about how we think about ourselves is so important. What, what our true self is and what our false self is. And as followers of Jesus, we believe that God made us. And it comes right from the beginning of the Bible. Does anybody know what the first book of the Bible is called? Come on, where's all my what's in the Bible? People's at? Genesis. Genesis, which means beginning. It's right at the beginning. And, oh, I thought I put a bookmark in there. And right at the beginning, there's a creation story that helps us understand part of God's heart in God creating the world and God creating us. Oh, look, I didn't have a bookmark this morning when I was reading in bed, and I actually marked it with my sock. And I brought my sock to church. 
if there was a house, a house elf here, I could free a house elf right now. That was for you, Saoirse and Sophia. So I will sock it to you. So, God is creating all sorts of incredible things in chapter 1. And then in chapter 26, and God was seeing that it was all good. And then in chapter 6, God said, let us... Why do you think God says, let us? Mammoth Kathleen is on it. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's like a whole group. They're there together making stuff. Let us create human beings in our image. Wait a second. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let us make human beings in our image. What does that mean? Okay, community, but what, what does that mean? If I said, I'm going to make this uh, pottery thing today in my image, in my own image, what would that mean? Judah, what do you think? Yeah, so your ways to look like you. So just a second, in case you haven't thought about this for a minute, just take that in. If you want to know what God looks like, look around. Look at somebody beside you. Okay? Look behind you. Next time you're looking in the mirror, oh boy. Wow. Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and the livestock and the wild animals on earth and all the small animals that scurry along the ground. And so God created, and that word, I looked it up, and that original word is a word that is, is bara, and it means, sometimes it can mean like to create something like a painting or a picture, but it also means like creating it out of nothing. Like actually just making something out of nothing. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. I feel like that's enough. We can just go home right now. Oh, man. That's it. So that's what we're going to be working on showing each other today. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes it's way easier for me to see the good things about other people than it is for me to good, see the good things about myself. That's okay. Um. Sirsha and I hang out together a lot. She comes to my house every week, Mondays and Tuesdays. She's very cool. She's very funny. And um, the other day, we were getting a snack ready. And I said, oh, there's Weetabix. She loves Weetabix. I actually gave her a box of Weetabix for Christmas. And I said, oh, there's Weetabix. Can you open that Weetabix package? By the way, I have her permission to tell this story. I asked her ahead of time if it was okay, and she said it was fine. And... Um, she said, I'm really terrible at that. And I said, you're terrible at opening boxes of Weetabix? And she said, yeah, I'm really bad at it. 
And I said, how many times have you opened a box of Weetabix before in your life? And she said, never. And I said to her, do you know what I'm super bad at? And she was like, what? And I said, flying jet airplanes. And she was like, what? I said, ask me how many times I've ever flown a jet airplane. She was like, how many times have I ever flown a jet airplane? I said, never. I said, how can you tell me that you're terrible at opening boxes of Weetabix if you've never, ever tried it before? And she said, oh, I don't know. I just don't want to be bad at it. And I said, how do you feel that way? And she said, you know what? I actually know somebody like that. There is somebody in my class, and her art is amazing. She does such beautiful art, and she thinks her drawings are terrible. And I love it. I said to her, but that's like you. Sometimes you do stuff, and I think it's amazing, and you think it's terrible. And she said, do you know what I'm bad at? Seeing the stuff I'm good at. I said, yeah, I know. We're all like that. So we're going to watch the so-and-so show, and then we're going to do a little project together that I hope will help us see the things, see each other. So we're going to show each other how we see each other. So in order to do that, you're going to have to get over whether or not you think you're good or bad at doing stuff like this. You're just going to have to do it. And you're going to have to um, be willing to be like little children. And the good news is we have a whole bunch of super amazing kids at our church that are going to show us how to do stuff like that today. So let's watch the so-and-so show because it's always funny and it's especially good today. So please, this is one of our favorite things to do. The kids get to do this every week. The grown-ups get to do this just once a month. But we're going to watch, not last week, most, most, most weeks. Most weeks you do it. All right, here we go. Oh, hello. I'm John, and welcome to the first edition of The Joy of Stick Figures. So happy you could join us today. I've got my happy little charcoal pencil today, and I'm going to be drawing a fantastic little picture. Now today, we're going to be drawing a stick figure of my co-host, Brandon. Let's get started. We want to draw a happy little circle, like so. Don't be afraid to really put pressure on the charcoal pencil. There you go. Maybe that can be a head. We'll just wait and see what happens. I'll tell you what, why don't we draw a line down from the circle? Maybe that can be Brandon's flat little body. Oh, isn't that nice? And now we draw some more happy lines here, more happy lines here, happy lines there, and there. And now we have our body. But let me show you my favorite part of this whole thing sharpening the charcoal pencil. That's right. You just pull down this little magical piece of string, and then you grab the edge of the paper, and you start to pull like so. We're only a third through. Isn't this exciting? Wow, that's my favorite part. Now let's see if we can't give Brandon some little eyes. Like so. Maybe even a happy little frown. Like so. Wow, that's a big frown. But hey, 
Maybe some, some little tears. Some little tears because John has just beaten him in a game of chess for the first time ever. Let's draw some happy, happy tears. Like so, it's like drawing a U, but you close it off at the top. It's almost like an oblong circle. And they become tears, tears of sorrow, because he lost to John. So, so sad. Hey, maybe let's draw a happy little puddle where his tears are pulling up, like here, right here at the bottom. So many tears. Wow, something like that. That's great. That's great. Oh, what are you doing? No, 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 I will draw you. Hey, Brandon. How did... Friends from near and far, my name is Brandon. And I am John. And this, of course, is the so-and-so show. Hey, John, did you know it is March? Actually, Suri, what month is it? It is currently March. Thank you, Suri. Why, yes, I did know that. D you ever think that maybe you're a little too dependent on that machine? I try not to think about that. Okay, well, anyway, yes, it is March, and that means spring is just around the corner. Ah, spring where the angry coils of winter are defeated once again and life is made anew. That's lovely. Thank you. I never knew you were a poet. Oh, well, there's a lot you don't know about me, Brandon. Mm. Oh, actually, I made you something for the new month. A cake? For my birthday? No, it, wait, your birthday's not in March. Yeah, but it's my three quarters birthday. It's three quarters birthday? Yeah, yeah, you know how people's like, everyone celebrates their half birthday? Yeah, I mean, you have no self-respecting adult celebrates their half birthday. Well, who said I was self-respecting? Valid. <laughs> but it's like a half birthday, but it's three quarters. So it's like half of a half uh -huh. on top of a half. Okay. That makes three quarters. I know what that is, but no, it, it, it's, I did not make you a cake for your three quarters birthday. Ah, oh, gerbils. <laughs> gerbils? Yeah. Oh yeah, instead of saying, ah, oh, rats, I like to say, ah, gerbils, or throw in any other random rodent, like, like ah, you winged bat, <laughs> you know? Winged. You are a riddle. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. So what'd you make me? Okay, yes. So I wanted to make you something that, that showed off your unique personality. Oh! So I wrote you a haiku, <gasps> and I built the frame out of old socks. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay, See? let's hear it. Let's hear All right, it. here we go, here we go. Meet my co-host John, full of whimsy and humor, uh -huh. like an old gym sock. You get me. You so get me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you really made that. <laughs> hey, can I make you something that highlights your unique personality? Sure. All right, it's time for a new segment we call To Paint a Friend. So, in this segment, I am going to create a painting. Okay, and why are we wearing these suits? Because, Brandon, you are my canvas and I don't want to get dirty. Your what? Your canvas? Yes! Okay, I don't see this ending well. Have faith, my friend. Where should I stand? Just lie down right here. I'm sorry, lie down? Yes! I'm gonna stop asking questions. Probably now. for the best. We all know how unique Brandon is, and I will now represent that uniqueness through a living portrait. I have my paints here, mm -hmm. and my canvas right here. <laughs> now, the thing I love about Brandon is the natural glow that he has about him. So. We're gonna start out with a nice yellow base. And simply apply liberally. 
Wait, what exactly are you doing? Now this natural glow just radiates out of Brandon, you know? So he was ah. for the whole world. This kind of covers covers the whole ah. whole world, anybody around him. You doing all right? Yeah. Great. You're a wonderful canvas. I feel yellow. <laughs> Lovely. Brandon also cares about the world God made for us. That's true. He is literally going green. Going green, I say. Green. The other thing about Brandon is that he's not afraid to get his hands or feet dirty for others. That's true, my friend. Your hands and feet are very dirty. <laughs> Is this stuff washable? Uh, is my middle name Lancelot? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, the other thing about Brandon is the regal nature with which he carries himself. So we want purple, the color of royalty, and we will paint a purple crown on Brandon. Purple crown, coming in. Oh, hey. <laughs> ah. Oh, wow, that's really lovely. Here we go. Are we done yet, please, will you? And finally, the last thing that people know about Brandon is his passion. What color better for passion than fire orange? Yes, and it just burns, burns out of him, and it burns out of him. And it burns out of him! Are we done? Stand up, my friend. Stand up. Gently. Gently. Wow! I see it. I see you. Mirror! Mirror! Wow, I'm, uh... I'm speechless. Yes, yes, you should be. And that, my friend, is art. Oh! <laughs> Thank you. Well, that was something. You're welcome. I will carry that emotional scar, I mean, experience with me for the rest of my life. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. It's Bible story time with Kellen. Hey guys. Kellen! How's it going? Good, good. I'm really excited to tell you about the Bible story today. Oh yeah? Well, let's hear it. Well, today we're talking about the creation story in Genesis 1, where God created humans. And here to help me is my friend, Wilma. So, in the creation story, before God creates humans, God created our world. God created the light, and the sky, and the land, and the sun, and the moon, and the stars, and birds, and fish, and other animals. And then the Bible says something crazy and beautiful, and hard to believe sometimes. It says God created human beings in his own likeness. He created them to be like himself. He created them as male and female. 
Now, a lot of people think different things about what it means to be created in the image of God, and it's an incredible thing to consider. One of the things it means is that God has placed some of his traits in us. It means we're creative. It means we were made to love each other like God loves us. Each and every person you meet is important because they are created in the image of God. So turn to the person beside you and tell them, you are created in the image of God. You are created in the image of God. Thanks, buddy. You are created in the image of God. Yeah. Now turn to somebody else and tell them, you also were created in the image of God. Here's the thing. Everyone is created in the image of God. Every girl and boy, every man and woman, your friends, your teachers, your brothers and sisters, the person bagging your food at the grocery store, the family that lives in the biggest house in town, and the homeless guy on the street, the kid that lives on the other side of the world that doesn't exactly look like you, even the person at your school that isn't always kind. We are all created in the image of God. And so that means when we create something beautiful like Wilma just did, it reminds us that we are all created in the image of God. Whenever we love something or someone that isn't always easy to love, we are reminded that we are created in the image of God. Whenever we take care of God's creation, we are always reminded that we are created in the image of God. Whenever we see someone that's hurting and we take care of them like God does for us, we are reminded that we are created in the image of God. Kellen, that was great, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, and Kellen? Yeah? You are created in the image of God. You know it. See you guys next time. What an incredible story. It really is. I mean, to know that such a long time ago, when God made humans for the first time, he didn't just make us to be special. God made us in his image. Yeah, that's still a hard thing to understand, though. Yeah, you're right. But I bet these guys have some ideas. I bet they do. Hey, reveal the question. What do you think it means to be made in God's image? Uh, well, Kellen talked about some great things. He mentioned creativity, but, but I'm not the greatest painter. No. But you can make people laugh. I mean, you, oh. you make me laugh. Oh. Well, you think that has something to do with the image of God? Well, I think God brings us joy, and when you make people laugh, it reminds me how you're created in the image of God. Oh, wow. Thanks, buddy. That's great. Yeah, you got it. How about you guys? Huh. Talk about what you think it means to be created in the image of God. And we'll see you next time on... The So Soul Show! Exclamation point. Have you done this before? No. <laughs> right foot purple. Oh, yeah, an angel. It's an angel. Piece of cake. <laughs> oh! <laughs> favorite one that we've ever seen. So if there's somebody near you and you're, I would encourage you to be a bit brave and, and just turn and chat for a second about that question. What do you think it means to be created in the image of God?
have you thought about it really before? Or if you're thinking about it really for the first time right now, is it blowing your mind a little bit? And what does that mean to you? So talk about that for just two minutes. Go. Next thing. That's the Jeopardy sound. You have to obey it. It's time to stop talking. So the next piece that we're going to do, it's only going to work if you guys try and do stuff. Because this is one of those things that I absolutely, there's no way I could do this next piece by myself. We're going to try and show each other how the things that we see in each other. So what we're going to do is everybody's going to take a piece of paper. Can I have two helpers who will take these down the two sides of the church? Sarah, Evangeline, can you come? Thank you. Sarah got voluntold. Evangeline volunteered. Okay, can you pass those out? So everybody's going to get a piece of paper. You are going to, in one minute or less, draw a picture of yourself. Oh, oh, sorry, what was that? Your face went like this. Oh, oh. She looked super excited at the thought that she had to draw a picture of herself. Do you think she's pretty good at, thinks she's good at drawing pictures of herself? Probably not. That might be one of the things we have to say. Sorry for pointing you out. Sorry for embarrassing you. But so first of all, this is not, we do not, it does not have to be perfect. Did you see the picture? I'm sorry for teasing you, Elaine. I'm so sorry. You just did such a perfect reaction. Please forgive me. Did you see the stick figure that John drew of Brandon at the beginning of the so-and-so show? If it looks something like that, it's fine. I did not bring a mirror for a reason. This is not an exact likeness of yourself. This is essentially a representation of you and your face and your name. Okay? So I'm going to hand out, I'm going to ask somebody else to go around and hand out pencils. And there's some special little erasers. I have about 30. You might have to share the erasers. But if there's enough, try and take a pencil and take an eraser. And you can start drawing your picture of yourself. And if you want to come up to one of these tables, you can. That's okay. You can do that. So wait for, wait for all the instructions, though. I'm going to give you two, two more pieces of instruction about what you're going to do with this picture of yourself. So the first thing is you're going to draw a simple picture of yourself that will take a very short time to draw. If it's not perfect, that's okay. If you have never been here before and you don't know who we are and you think we're nuts, first of all, you're totally right. We kind of are. 
but you're super welcome and it's going to be okay, even if you've never been here before and nobody knows you. We're totally trusting that God knows you and that God is going to show us stuff for you today. So this, you're going to write your picture, you're going to write your name, and then listen, this is what I want you to write. If when you're drawing this picture, there's things that come up where you think things like, oh, I don't really like my hair, or oh, I hate having to draw pictures of myself, I'm really terrible at this, or if you've noticed there's other things that you have thought about yourself lately that aren't that great, like sometimes I think I talk too much, or I ask for too much, or I get offended too easily, or I take things to heart too much. This is the part where you're all going to have to get a little bit risky. And I would like to suggest that the bigger the risk, the bigger the payoff today. Because if you're able to draw a picture of yourself and you're able to draw some of the false things that aren't true about you, in a minute, we're going to take our erasers to each other's pictures. Because if you got an eraser, you're going to see that there's an eye and there's a heart. One of the first songs that I learned in the vineyard when I started coming here was, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. So what we prayed, Mrs. Rose and I prayed over these erasers today. Can you believe it? We'll pray over anything. If you know Mrs. Rose and I, we'll pray, we will pray over anything. And we prayed over these erasers today that God would use them to open the eyes of our hearts even if we don't even know you. And what you're going to do is you're going to take your eraser and you're going to erase something bad, something negative that somebody else wrote on their picture. And then, I'm sorry, I'm not getting white suits and you're not allowed to dump paint on each other even though that looks amazing and please, can we do it at camp? Yeah, I think we should do it at camp one day, but that's just me. I'm saying it now totally under the influence of the spirit and not as a mom who would have to clean that up. But I'm just saying... But what you are going to do is if you come up and you see somebody else's picture and God gives you a crazy idea, man, I want to draw a crown on Kate's picture. Oh, I want a color in her shirt. I think she should be holding some flowers. And it could be something that you think means something. Because some people see in pictures. Like, that's one way. Hang on a second. I want you to, you can't just... Sure. Can you ask me in just a second? Do you have to draw yourself or should we draw something else? We need you to draw you because we need to be able to tell you things we like about you. If that feels too rigid, draw something else. That's fine. You don't have to participate or you could run away. That's fine. If you feel like running away, that's valid too. Some of you might feel like running away right now. That feels, you feel like that in church sometimes. Um, but some of you might think in pictures like Mrs. Rose does. But some of you might not. So you might get a picture and you might think, oh, I want to color in, you know, Samantha's dress like ocean waves because she's so calm and she makes me think 
about, but sometimes she's really bubbly like the ocean too. So I'm going to do that because I know that about her. But I also want to ask you to trust your crazy thoughts. We had a service a while ago where Mark was like, okay, so I got all these pictures and they're sort of weird and I don't know what they mean, but I'm just going to say them. And he was like, I just saw like a cartoon thing and then it was like honey and it bubbled and then another thing happened and there was stuff. And then I don't know if you've listened to that service, if you weren't there. Sandra was like, oh, I know exactly what that is. I totally think that you're talking about, you know, I don't remember what it was, the infallibility of man and our need for control and whatever the insanity was that she just unpacked like in 30 seconds. So if you feel like you're supposed to draw a crown for somebody or a sword for somebody or a robot or a whatever, we are just going to trust today that it totally all counts. So I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to let you all keep drawing your, your picture of yourself, your pencil drawing. And um, when you have a picture of yourself, I want to challenge you to be brave and bring your picture up and put it on a table. We have three tables up at the front. We have one table at the back. And we're also supposed to somehow get this done in 10 minutes. So I don't really know how that's going to happen. But if you could not be super precious about it. I think that's how it's going to happen. And we just play and have some fun and go for it. And you put your name on it. Please put your name on it. Okay, so things, if there's things that you don't like about yourself or you think maybe there are lies or you're just not that good at, if you're feeling brave to do that, please go ahead and do that. And when your drawing's done, come and bring it up here. And then if you see somebody else's drawing, you can go to town and start erasing or coloring or making their picture look great. And guys, do you know that you're not coloring your own picture? You're not coloring your own picture. You're just drawing a picture of yourself and everybody else is going to color it for you. And if you colored it already, it doesn't matter. Okay? But did you hear the part? No, no, no. But did you hear the part where everybody's going to help you with it? Okay. I'm so sorry. That might be a hard one. It's okay if you need to take a break. That's fine. That's fine. So that's okay. So it's just a pencil drawing, but what you're going to do, guys, is you're going to go around. It's okay. It's okay if there's color on it because you guys are amazing artists. But what we want to do is we want to go around and we want to draw things for each other, okay? You can color each other's dress or you can color each other's hair, picture. You can make another one. That is totally cool. I'm going to have to ask you just 
because oh, we've all, we're all, we just have blown through the time. I didn't even notice that we'd taken so much time. So if anybody needs to, I'm just going to say right now, if anybody needs to go anywhere, be blessed to go. But the rest of us, we want to keep going here. So please forgive us because it's 1130, but nobody needs to pick up the kids from Kids Church because we're all here. So what I want you to do now is I want you to finish writing on the one that you're writing on, and I want you to go find your picture, okay? Go find your picture and take your picture back to your seat. This also is not like Valentine's Day. If only one or two people wrote on your picture, it doesn't mean we hate you. It just means that those were the one or two things that you really needed to hear today. So we're going to trust that. So we want you to go find your picture. I love it. We are going to take a time, probably if you're like me, we, we're just going to take a super short time. I have a song I wanted to share with you, and we want to just be, okay, 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 people. So good that this was fun. I do want to share one more thing with you. So, Kim, if you could, you've got that video ready. So before we go into communion, before we go into communion, I wanted you to have a little bit of time for God to talk to you about your picture. And I wanted to share a song with you that has been really blessing me this week. And it's a song that's called Carry Me. And the words are going to be here. It's pretty easy. But there's one, one thing at the end that the singer sings only once. And it moved me so much. And the lines that she says are something like, You're all, I'm always on your mind. I'm always in your sight. And in the end, I will look exactly like you. So in the end, we are going to be transformed, right? It is Transfiguration Sunday. And we've already been singing about God makes beautiful things out of dust. So to prepare our hearts to go to communion today... We're just going to let God talk to us about the way that our brothers and sisters in Christ see us. Amy gave me rainbow hair. I love it. The red part? You did the red part and the dress and the heart? I love you. Somebody else did the heart and you colored it in? I love you. Okay. So we're going to prepare our hearts to go to communion. We're going to look at our pictures, and we're going to ask if God would just speak anything to us, okay? Or maybe to somebody else. So maybe there's something that you're supposed to say to somebody else. And once again, if you need to go, we bless you to leave. We've gone over our official time today. Thanks for coming.
but we're going to thank you, Michael. God bless you. Um, but we're going to just take this little time going into communion, and then we're going to share communion together. So thank you all for participating so, so wholeheartedly today. You're such a gift to me. Yeah.
So we're going to go into a time of, of communion together. And if this is new to you, basically it's, it's um, a way that Jesus instructed us to remember him. But it's more than just remembering. It is remembering, but it's, it's, it's a remembering in the way that is intentional. It's, it's a mindful remembering. It's, it's recognizing that one of the biggest things that stops us from being human is we forget. We forget who we are. We forget who God is. And we forget whose we are. And so this, uh, this act, very symbolic act, came out of a meal that Jesus had with his disciples just before he died. And I think he was also mindful of a, of a conversation that he'd had earlier in his ministry where he said, just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. And so this, how do we do that? How do we feed on Jesus? Well, it's an act of faith. And this is one of the tangible ways that he said we could approach him. Is we come through the simple act of faith. And like that bird that so badly wants to get in. We just say, Lord, we're hungry. We're just hungry. Hungry for you. So maybe you're just brand new in this whole thing. And you don't have a clue as, as to whether you're even qualified to come. The only thing that qualifies any of us is our desire for God, our hunger for God. We may not have all the questions, answers, maybe a lot of things we don't even believe yet. But if there's just something in us that says, I want life, I want your life, then just come. Come to the table and let him sort out the questions in relationship as you walk with God and you walk in community. So I'm just going to invite Will and, and Rick to come. And what we like to do, I'm just going to bless these elements but we like to just serve persons with disability, people that cannot access. And then when we're done that, then we just encourage you to form a, a, a line right up the front here. Come and receive the body of Christ, the blood of Christ. They'll say that as you partake. Just partake of that. And then you can either stay up here and get some prayer with somebody that's near the front, or you can go back to your seat. And if you'd like, have someone pray with you there about uh, thank you all for engaging in this exercise today. Thank you, Joanna, for that beautiful, beautiful way of, um, yeah, I think there's something about entering into this that really pleased the heart of God today and, and gave, gave us, so we've already partaken in, in many ways. So let what was spoken over you and, th and to you through that picture, through that portrait, that drawing, let that continue to minister to you as you receive, realize that Jesus made that, that possible to us and accessible to us through his, his death and resurrection on the cross. Uh, I just felt like, I'm, I'm sure you're so riveted by that bird, but I just hear this, the Spirit saying, Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And if anyone, and I felt like, what's that all about, Jesus? And 
And I felt like God was saying there's at least one, maybe two people here that have never really opened their heart up to receive Jesus. And they think it's very difficult, but it's not. You just have to open your heart up and say, hmm, I think I believe Jesus is God. So when you, I want to invite you, if that's what you, just open your heart up and realize that the Holy Spirit is allowing that bird to knock as if it's Jesus knocking on the door of your heart. I know that that's a little bit theologically askew because he was speaking to believers when he said that. Right? (laughs) I know that Jesus wants us to open our hearts up to have fellowship with him too, but specifically, if I may just jump a little bit to this right side, I just know I just sense so strongly there's one or two of you here that have never opened your heart up to Jesus and he wants to give you the gift of salvation today. Okay. So receive that. So the same night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it and he said to his disciples as he gave to them, "Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in memory of me and remembrance of me." And then after they'd finished supper, it says he took the cup and he blessed it. And he said, this, coven- this cup is the covenant of the, uh, uh, is the blood of the covenant that was sh- uh, shed for you. And uh, so it literally was God's, you know, when someone dies and they leave a will. Li- that's literally what he was saying. Is it that God's leaving you a will through this death. But he's going to rise from the dead and share it with you as well. So receive whatever you need. Forgiveness, just removal of shame, acceptance, forgiveness, freedom. You're free. You are free. Your whole eternity is before you. So we bless these elements, Lord, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.